Welcome to Lipstick Attitude, hosted by Dr. Elizabeth King, psychotherapist, hypnotherapist, author, and motivational speaker, specializing in trauma and women's mental health, and Yvonne Haas, psychotherapist and coach specializing in relationships, couples, and women's issues. This show is your dose of inspiration, information, and laughter. In each episode, Dr. King and Yvonne bring you hacks, tips, and inspiring stories to help you live a successful life. So ladies, grab your lipstick. It's time to do this. The Lipstick Attitude Podcast is powered by Suits, Stilettos, and Lipstick Foundation, a nonprofit movement to empower women and children from all walks of life to be resilient, self-confident, and purposeful leaders through education, mentorship, and community outreach. To learn more, visit sslwomen.org. Please note that this show is intended to empower and educate. It is not meant to be utilized as a substitute for individual therapy. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Lipstick Attitude. I am Dr. Elizabeth King, and my co-host, you know who she is, Yvonne Haas. Hi, Yvonne. Hi, good morning, good morning, everybody. Good morning, everyone. I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving, and here we are planning the holidays, uh, Christmas, Hanukkah, anything that you celebrate. December is jam-packed with all of that. So today our program is going to be about surviving the holiday blues. We know that a lot of you suffer from that and we want to talk about it. But before we begin our topic of today, we want to just make a, a brief announcement about a very special event that's coming up on December 9th, which is just a couple of days from now. So just uh, jot this down and you can find all of this information that we're going to chat about on sslwomen.org. But Yvonne, you want to kick it off by inviting our, our listeners to this very special event? Yes, we are having uh, the 19th annual John and Elizabeth uh, annual toy drive on December 9th. And you can register for tickets at sslwomen.org. And uh, they're going to be, we're going to have some fun. It's going to be a virtual event, of course, because obviously due to COVID, everything looks a little bit differently. But I'm super excited because Dr. King is sharing the very infamous, I'm sorry, I mean famous recipe for the John L. Teeny. So to get the secret ingredients and to figure it out, you got to kind of, you got to get online and register and get a ticket. Absolutely. And just so that everybody knows, if you don't know already, this is a very special event, very near and dear to my heart. As you all know, or some of you may not know, I don't know what rock you've been hiding under, but if you are in the local area, you have heard of our toy drive. It has become a community event. This is an event that my late husband, John, and I started 19 years ago in our home. And instead of asking our guests to bring a bottle of wine or something to eat, we would ask for a toy for underprivileged children in our community. And from there, it has been a, an amazing journey. It is now a huge community event. We collect thousands and thousands of toys. And we actually do the distribution with our volunteer group. And the children are just so grateful and so are the families. And especially this year when the families are struggling even more than ever before. Uh, we are looking to collect toys for about 3,000 children. 
And we have many ways that you can participate if you cannot attend the event. On December 9th, we are uh, hosting a raffle that is an online raffle and you can buy tickets on our website, again, sslwomen.org. And here's the cool part about this is that we're going to have the drawing on December 9th, but you do not need to be present to win. And so that's pretty cool. And um, for, for $10, basically, well, for $25, you are buying, providing toys for two kids. For $50, for five kids. And for $100, you're providing toys for 10 kids and so on and so forth. So, so figure about $10 buys a child a toy. So that's the way I see it. Every time we get a donation, whether it's $20 or $1,000, I, I just see the, the faces of those children that are getting those toys. Um, so we're very excited by that. Um, there's other ways that you can also contribute. You can just go on our website and just donate. If you don't want to buy raffle tickets, you just want to donate, sslwomen.org. Or if you want to write a check to us, just write it out to Sustelotas and Lipstick Foundation and mail it to our address, which is on the website. Um, and you can contact us if you uh, would like to have more information. You can contact me by emailing me at drking at sslwomen.org. Um, again, this is such an important time for children. And, you know, a lot of people say that toys, why buy toys, especially when we're in this pandemic and families are struggling. But we know as mental health professionals and me as an educator that toys are not just for kids to play with. They really learn socialization skills. They learn uh, play. They learn hope. They, they, it, it's just a, such an important piece. It's not just a toy. So for $10, you're providing a lot more than just a toy for a child. You're providing a lifetime of hope for them. Absolutely. So, and I think now more than ever, we're looking for a little normalcy uh, in all of uh, this craziness. A, a little, <laughs> a, a lot. little, a <laughs> lot, yes. 2020 has certainly been challenging. Um, by the way, um, for the event, we hope that you're going to attend because it's gonna be super fun. Yes, I am going for the first time ever going to share the recipe and I'm going to be a mixologist on that day and I'm going to go step by step showing everyone on how to mix the John Altini, which is also a drink that my late husband and I created 19 years ago and everybody looks forward to having every single year when we do our toy drive. So we did not want to uh, you know, eliminate something so important and crucial to our event. Um, so that's going to be part of it. And then on top of that, we have a, a comedian that's going to be part of it. And uh, his name is Stuart. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name, but I'm super excited. And then Marina uh, Lorendi, I can't pronounce her last name, is going to be singing and, and performing for us from uh, Buffalo, New York. And she's going to be coming in virtually. So super excited about that as well. So it's going to be a fun night. Wait, um, wait, don't forget. We have a Santa hat competition that night too. Oh, yes. And we have and a, a special guest will be judging the competition. So we have uh, a yes. Santa hat. 
And yeah, so you can you can uh, win the contest. It's actually uh, three categories. I think it's sassiness, uh, creativity, and something else, wacky yeah, or something wacky like that. Or something. It's 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 on the website. So don't don't quote me on those. But it's going to be a lot of fun. So and it's only like fifteen twenty bucks. And every single penny of that goes to buy toys for these children. So help us uh, help the children. We are supporting the Boys and Girls Club this year. And uh, those children deserve to have a little bit of happiness during this very, very stressful time. So uh, help us out and, and, and be part of the change. We really do appreciate anything that you can do for us. And if you're a big time sponsor out there, you can give more, please do, because this year has been very, very stressful for us to try to uh, fundraise to make this all happen. So if you are in a position to date, donate more and be part of this in a bigger way, we hope that you consider us as a, a way to give back to our communities and our children. So thank you so much for allowing me to speak about that because that's so such an important event for me. Um, and I think also uh, as we dive into our topic today, you will see how giving back will really help your spirits. It certainly helps ours. So um, yeah. we hope you consider that. So, all right, we ready, Yvonne? We're ready. We're all talking right. holiday blues today. Holiday blues. Um, so oftentimes we hear this from our patients. As soon as October hits the, the year, right, we start hearing yeah. about more and more people feeling depressed, feeling anxious, feeling uh, all kinds of ways that are not good. And mm -hmm. we deal with that in our practice. And we always bring it up when we do our shows because I think it's so important to remind people why it's happening and how they can resolve it. So let's talk about some of the reasons that uh, people have the holiday blues. Well, this year more than ever, right? Uh, we have a whole bunch of stuff going on. And you know, besides what everybody experiences every year, this year we have a COVID pandemic uh, and just not being able to be with family members or having to adjust the way you're with family members uh, mm -hmm. does bring a lot of holiday blues and uh, sadness, right? Uh, I think about this for my own self. Like I haven't been able to see my, my daughter and my grandchildren, my grandsons in almost a year, literally. Yeah. Um, because they live in New York and I'm in Florida and have not been able to get there. Um, so, you know, it is sad when you don't have your family members around and you can't plan. So it's an added layer of why people are feeling this coming on even earlier than mm -hmm. ever before. So I think even in June, like by the fourth month after COVID happened, I think people started to already uh, talk about, well, what am I going to do for the holidays? You know, I'm not going to get to see my family, you know, and of course, you know, uh, we also have to remember how many people have lost loved ones during COVID. Yes. So, you know, there's that grief and loss too. So, or how many of their family members are actually sick? Um, so there are a lot of reasons because of COVID um, yeah. that we People are lost impacted. their jobs, lost their jobs because of yeah. COVID, or there's just really the fear of of becoming sick that has 
you know, impeded people and being able to, to see people or, or just cope. It's that Absolutely. constant fear. Which leads us to, you know, talking about stress, right? Um, if you want to tackle stress, Yvonne, because I think that's really, it has, his stress has heightened to the, to the, I don't know, uh, a million power, right? At this point. Oh. I mean, if you think about it with holiday stress, we have all the normal stress, right? There's the, the food prep for holidays and, and deciding, you know, where you're going to be and who's going to do what. There is just the shopping, you know, because unless you're that amazing person who does all their holiday shopping during like Christmas in July, if you are, we hate you. Just kidding. We love you. <laughs> I hate you. Um, but the rest of us are waiting until the very last minute. And so we're trying to cram that in. For a lot of people, um, they're working. And for some people, that means even working more. I mean, I'm working more. And I know you are working more too, Dr. King, because this is our, our busy season yes. because of all the holidays. So people are stressed from shopping, from planning from just general work and then COVID on top of it. So stress is a huge reason for the holiday blues. Yes. And then you add COVID again um, to the finance part. Um, mm -hmm. But even under normal circumstances, people go into the holiday blues, have holiday blues because of their finances, because you, like you said, Yvonne, you talked about shopping. Well, if you don't have the money to shop, you know, that's stressful. So now so many folks have lost their jobs or have had to cut back their hours or, mm -hmm. you know, are maybe fearing the numbers are rising. Are they going to shut down again? So will I not have a job? And so I need to, you know, keep some money back. So the finances, it's a huge piece, right? Because when you can, number one, see your way to how you're going to pay your bills or how you're going to feed your family or how you're going to buy toys for your kids, that really adds a, a huge burden to your to your life and and people talk about oh i uh, you know it's time to you know have fun it's the holidays where a lot of people are thinking that's for you but how about me who right. does not have the money to go out and and buy anything um hence back to the toy drive why we are so uh committed to the toy drive this year even though it's so difficult to fundraise because it's a vicious cycle. Um, but we know that there are families out there really, truly struggling that, you know, it's a choice between feeding their family and buying a toy. And most likely the child's not going to get the toy. So we, we need to help right. and support. But yeah, finances is huge. Finances is huge. Loneliness is another big factor, you know, especially so many I get so many clients coming in crying because they watch the, well, down here we have Publix. I don't know about all over the place, but I'm sure every grocery store has their holiday commercial. And when you watch it, it's beautiful. They're beautifully done. But for a lot of people who are alone, and especially during COVID, if you're unable to be with family, sometimes just watching that is just this painful reminder of the fact that we might be single. So I think it's about 43% of Americans are single and 27% of them live alone. 
You know, and then 17% of single people are over the age of 65 and may have health or, you know, mobility issues that make it harder for them to see people. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and with loneliness, you go into, there's loneliness uh, that comes from grief and loss, right? Uh, we talked about this a little bit earlier on in that a lot of people have lost loved ones, whether mm -hmm. to COVID or or something else, right? Um, I remember when I lost uh, my husband, John, uh, to almost three years ago, you know, when the holidays came around, it was really hard. And I think my lucky stars every single day that I had such an amazing community and support system because it was very, very painful to even think about the holidays, especially with us, it was a really big deal for us. And so, you know, he loved the holidays. So that made it even, even more painful to not have him there. But when you're going through grief and loss, you're going to feel the holiday blues even more intensified, you know, because yeah. you're not only just grieving the, love, the loss of a loved one, you're also are experiencing that void in your, in your life. And, and then everybody else is celebrating around you and you don't feel like celebrating. You, there's that void that's missing. And so mm -hmm. super, super uh, stressful. And for seniors, um, seniors definitely are in a, in a worse predicament because, you know, a lot of seniors live alone or they live in a nursing home. And, and if they have lost their partner of many years, I remember when my my father-in-law lost his wife of 67 years i mean it was it's it's a lifetime 67 years mm -hmm. and how do you you know how do you get over that so that's another reason that people have real yeah. strong sadness during the holidays you know another area is and especially during this covid time our divorce rates have increased tremendously and a lot of people are actually, when they start off at the beginning of the year thinking, I want to have my divorce wrapped up by the end of the year, they don't realize the end of the year is the holidays, and they're going to go through the end of their marriage during the holiday season, and they don't realize the impact that that will have on them. And then when you have, you know, when you're now a divorced family and you have adult children and they've got to visit you, they other parent, they've got to visit their in-laws. It was funny when we were trying to figure out Thanksgiving in my house, I said, God, we have to figure out all these different, how to visit everybody. And my husband said, he goes, yeah, getting married is almost like being a child of divorce. He's like, I've lived my whole life trying to figure out where I'm supposed to be through the holidays and splitting that time. So it can be very stressful. Yeah, it is stressful. I remember when my daughter used to come down for the holidays. Gosh, I, I dream of that day again, even though it was so stressful for her. Um, you know, I, she had to go to her grandparents, to our house, to her in-laws, to her dad's house, uh, you know, so it was like one bite here, one bite there, and so just so very stressful. Um, let's mm -hmm. talk about, uh, you know, this other, the other side of that spectrum, though, how about if you don't have family, you know, because you have been estranged by, from them, yeah. you haven't seen them in, in a long time, and so you, you feel like so lonely and, and you know, just, just, just alone. Honestly, I have to tell you that, and this is a total 
side uh, note uh, on a personal basis, even though I'm not estranged with my family, I, you know, talk to them because of COVID, I have felt this loneliness, you know, it's like, I mean, I've had moments that I have, you know, cried myself to sleep, like I'm alone. And because I haven't seen my family, I can't. So you, whether you're not speaking to them or you're just because of COVID not being able to be near them, um, that feeling of sadness is overwhelming for sure. Oh, it's, yeah, it runs very deep. You know, also, I think through the holidays, we do a lot of people pleasing. We're trying to please our relatives, trying to decide, you know, finding that perfect gift. And I don't know about you, but I'm trying to find all my perfect gifts online because I'm not going into a mall right now. So it makes it even harder, I think, for some of us, you know, but you're trying to decide who to see, what to do. And if you're, you can end up feeling like at the end of it, you're just not doing enough. And that whole not enough feeling can lead very much into depression and holiday blues. In fact, I see a lot of people who say at the end of it, they almost resent the holidays. They don't look forward to it at all. They don't look forward to it at all. Yeah, which really leads us to the um, the next reason why people suffer from the holiday blues is a mental health issues. And mm-hmm. we want to really stress this because this could be serious. So there's a difference between, you know, feeling sad about, about it situationally where, you know, something happened, you lost a loved one, things have changed, COVID, whatever it is. And those are situational things. But if you have a mental health issue already that you're dealing with, such as depression, anxiety, OCD, um, sad SAD, uh, which many people experience. It's, it's the blues uh, during glo- the gloomy weather. You know, some people mm-hmm. feel that like up north, um, seasonal affect disorder is what it stands for, for sad. Um, if you suffer from any of those things, the holidays will exacerbate it. It will make it more extreme. It will make it feel a lot heavier and, and, and deeper pain, if that makes any mm-hmm. sense. You know, people, uh, and I'm sure you can attest to this too, Yvonne, that our patients, our clients, you know, as soon as October, even September, I've even get people in September saying, you know, what am I gonna do with this anxiety that I already have when the holidays come in in full force, I'm not gonna be able to deal with this. Um, so we talk a lot about, you know, what can you do? And that's what, what we really want to do today is to share what you can do with this feeling that you feel overwhelmed. Um, because, you know, this show is really about giving you tools and giving you a community that, that cares um, so that you know that you are not doing life alone. So we want to talk about now what you can do to help you get out of that funk. Yeah, I think one of the things you can do is learn to embrace your imperfections. This is not going to be a television commercial. Holidays are not a commercial, right? So we have to be aware and not allow our perfectionism to to essentially wear us down or to make us feel like we're not doing enough because it doesn't look the way it's portrayed on on a commercial or in a movie. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that. I'm working with someone right now that, you know, she was having a panic attack the other day because she, 
you know, she knew that she wanted to do the decorating and all that. And it was just overwhelming because she, she didn't think it was going to come out the way she wanted it to. So she was obsessing. Now she suffers from anxiety and OCD behavior. So again, this perfectionism, you know, is, is, is really vital for her. And so we had to talk about, you know, ways that she could work around that, but, you know, don't allow your, your perfectionism to wear you down for sure. Mm -hmm. I think you can learn a lot from kids doing that. Every year I used to roll out cookies and I would make these perfect cutout cookies for them to decorate. Man, they slap, you know, uh, paint and all kinds of stuff on it. They think it's the most beautiful thing ever. I'm like, it's, it's a big lesson for us, I think. It is absolutely true because if you think about it, when you decorate for the holidays, it all looks beautiful. I mean, mm -hmm. it's colorful and it's beautiful and it's lit up. So you yeah. don't have to, it doesn't have to be out of, you know, uh, what is it, uh, HGTV or out of, you know, a magazine. It could, it just could be you. It could be your style and just embrace it and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. Also make plans, make plans in advance so that you have a schedule so that you know when things are happening and plan events, virtual events with your loved ones, uh, with different people so that you have a lot of activity, um, not a lot of downtime during this time. Um, plan outdoor activities to celebrate your holidays. I think Yvonne, you did that this for Thanksgiving, right? I, we did. We had two celebrations and one was in my backyard and the other one was in my brother's backyard and everybody was socially distant and ate with their own family and it was, you know what, all that mattered was that we had an opportunity to see each other. Didn't and, matter and, that we weren't sitting at the same table. And you wore a mask. And, and we wore a mask. Yeah. The yeah, whole time. So the whole time. So you did it safely and you, and, and you got it done. And, you know, I think, you know, one thing that COVID has done, um, if, there's a, if there's a good thing that came out of COVID is that it really has allowed many of us to pivot to doing something different and, and being flexible and being uh, creative with mm -hmm. how we get together. So, you know, think about it, make plans. You know, I, I had a couple of uh, clients that said to me, oh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to bother my friends. So I'm not telling them that I'm here alone sulking and crying. Well, why not? You're, how are your friends going to know? Why don't you say, hey, what are you doing? Or, you know, maybe they are thinking the same thing and maybe they, they would appreciate another option, you know, if they knew that you didn't have anything to do. So make plans with people. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then the next one, ladies, listen up, because I think we put this somewhere. This is a something that is in every one of our podcasts. Ask for help. You don't have to be the single person to create everybody's magical moment for the holidays without help. So ask for help from your family, ask help from your kids, you know, just ask help from your friends. If you're feeling lonely and you don't have someone to be part of for the holidays, ask for help for that. Ask one of your friends, can I join your celebration? Most people are more than happy to welcome in other people. And they're also very happy to help for the holidays because it's stressful for everyone. Exactly, exactly. Um, going back to the pay it forward, I think that that is fundamental in mental mm -hmm. well-being 
if I don't stress that enough, I, then I'm not doing a great job because that is really our platform for SSL Foundation and everything we do is paying it forward. We know for a fact that when you pay it forward, you stop thinking about your own circumstances and you stop comparing yourself to what you don't have and start looking at all the blessings that you do have. Because there are yes. people out there that have so much less than you that could really use your help. And if it's you right now going through a tough time and you're listening to this because you've lost a job, there is someone out there that could help you out. But guess what? If you don't have finances to help somebody out, you have time. Give of your time. Volunteer in whatever capacity you can. And if you're afraid to go out because of COVID, do something virtual. Like we are engaging volunteers all over the place to help us with curriculum writing, with social media, where you don't have to be around other people. Mm -hmm. There are ways, I don't use the excuse that you don't have money and that you don't know what to do. There are things for you to do. And if you can just get out of your own headspace for one minute, you will see how much there is to do and how much of an impact you will have. It will be good for you and it will certainly be good for the person receiving. Um, and if nothing else, um, put in a shameless plug, December 9th, we're doing it a huge <laughs> event to raise money for children uh, for the toy drive. And, you know, you know, participate in that, whatever you can do. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Remember to take care of yourself. You've got to make time for self-care through this, you know, holiday season. And I think especially with COVID, when people are working so much from home, that self-care has been kind of thrown out the window because people are like, well, I'm working from home anyway, so I'll just keep working more. Instead of putting in that extra time to, you know, get, try some rest, sleep in on a Saturday, you know, go to bed early at night, you know, and just rejuvenate yourself and recharge your batteries. Or if you're in bed too much, because obviously if you're in a depressive mode, you're not getting mm -hmm. up, get up and exercise, go out for a walk, go and do something that will raise your energy level. So it depends on where you're, where you're at emotionally. If you're down, yeah. you need to bring yourself up. And if you're if you're down, if you're up, you're too anxious, bring yourself down and find ways to meditate, yoga, prayer, you know, all those things. And mm -hmm. be really careful with your carbs and sugar intake. Be super, super careful because that really changes your ability to deal with uh, emotions and your moods will spike up and it will drop down very, very quickly. Yeah. And speaking of limit, be very conscious of your alcohol intake for those people who drink because the holidays tend to be an excuse or a reason for people to overindulge in drinking. And, you know, if you're already depressed, you're drinking a liquid depressant. You know, if you're anxious, you're, you might feel like you're reducing your anxiety, but if you drink too much, you're actually increasing your anxiety levels for sure. Plus, it can create family conflict and create, you know, us feeling bad the next day. You lose a whole day sometimes if you have too much to drink the night before. So watch how much you drink over the holidays. 
Yeah, well, and people have been drinking a lot through COVID, right? Um, we know that mm -hmm. alcohol um, consumption has increased tremendously. tremendously. And, yeah, and so we are now, I don't know, eight months into this thing, something like that. And people are drinking more and more, which is creating another problem. And we know that alcohol is a is a depressant. So if you already suffer from depression, not the thing to be doing um, all the time. Right. Um, here, here's the thing. Be honest. Be honest with the people that you love, that love you back. There is no shame in feeling sadness. We talk about this all the time. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay not to be excited about the holidays. It's okay to be grieving a lost, uh, a loved one. Um, your loss is is your loss and you have the right to, to feel that, but you need to be honest. It's okay for you to say, I don't have the money this year to buy, you know, all these gifts. Can we do, you know, like we can, can we just pull a name out of a, a hat mm -hmm. and just give one gift as opposed to 10, you know, be creative and people will actually appreciate your honesty um, and, and, and really um, come to support you if you ask for help. So just be honest, don't be ashamed of whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling to share it with people that you love. And here's the thing, if someone does not support you when you're being honest or is not understanding, guess what folks? Those are not your friends. Right. Those are the people you need to detox from. And we talk about that all the time, which we will talk about more as we prepare for the new year, because we need you to think about who is in your life and who needs to go. So that's a real good test. If you are honest about your holiday blues and you don't get the support that you need, tell them bye-bye. Yep. You don't get to come into the new year with me. Yeah. You're done. Done. You're done. And, and please just don't isolate over the holiday season. Don't barricade yourself in your home because you think that you don't have friends or family to be with. You know, like Dr. King was saying earlier, you can always volunteer. You can always give back to the community. You will feel tremendous gratitude from that. And listen, for other people out there who have family, if you know someone who's going to be alone, invite them to your virtual event. Reach out to that person during the holidays. You know, they might not be reaching out for you to you because they're too embarrassed or they don't want to intrude upon your family, but reach out to somebody. Absolutely. You know, I say all the time, and I think one of your um, friends or client did this uh, and actually had it um, printed up for me. Social distancing does not mean social isolation. And so don't isolate because we as human beings, we're not made up to do that without feeling the effects of it. So social distancing does not mean social isolation. And here it is. We always end our programs with this pretty much every time. I don't know how many times to say it or how to say it, but there is no shame in having mental health issues, having sadness, of feeling depressed, where you can't get out of it. If all the things that we just talked about, you're doing it and it's not working for you because 
you still are in locked up and stuck in this in this feeling of doom and gloom and you cannot shake it off just call and ask for professional help Mm -hmm. you know ask for professional help Yvonne and I were both psychotherapists we both are seeing an, an influx of more people calling. Thank God that they're calling. Thank God that they're reaching out. Because if not, they would be in their home really struggling on their own. And here's the thing. We're seeing an increase in divorces. We're seeing an increase in people having panic attacks. We're seeing an increase in suicide. We need to stop the 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 situation where we can the cycle of of pain by seeking help right. um the suicide hotline we want to give you that 800-273-8255 if you are one of those folks that right now cannot get yourself unstuck and you're in this doom and gloom day after day you do not need to suffer like that call 800-273 8255 or if you're not suicidal but just still feeling so sad find a therapist Yvonne and I are here for you but find a therapist if if it's not us find someone that's a professional that is not a friend that can help you with the right tools at the right time that's super important I hope I hope this program was helpful to all of you. I hope that you will share it with others because there are so many people hurting out there that may not even have the energy to get on to find a podcast. So you find it, you share it um, because maybe you will save someone's life. So remember that every one of us is responsible for every one of us. Yes. Uh, we are you know, human beings, and we're here to work together to get through everything that we can and uplift each other up. So with that being said, let's go ahead and whip it out, ladies. It's time to put on our lipstick attitude. We certainly know that we have gone through a lot this year. 2020 has been a year of challenges, but it also has been a year of pivoting, of reinventing, and of recreating. So for that, we're grateful for. Look for your blessings and put on your lipstick attitude no matter what. This is our war paint. This reminds us that we can do it and we will do it. It's awesome that we have a community such as SSL backing us and helping us feel the power of a community. So don't be afraid to reach out. You're not doing this alone. If you allow us to come in, you will see that you are part of a community that will always be there for you. So make sure you go to SSLwomen.org and sign up and be part of this community and help us help children this uh, holiday season. Thank you so much for listening and watching. We really appreciate your support and your love and all of your feedback. Continue to follow us and to reach out to us. We absolutely love to have you along. Thank you, Yvonne, for a great show. Thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And of course, stay well. And stay sassy. And stay sassy. Bye, everybody.